should physicians be involved in legal cases, both criminal and civil? That is the main question for us to discuss today. As we move into the post-pandemic world of healthcare, we are just now starting to understand how complex healthcare really is and how little we understood that complexity pre-pandemic. But in understanding the complexity of healthcare, we begin to see the divide between healthcare behavior and healthcare law. And many of the lawyers, judges, policymakers that are involved in creating healthcare law and even healthcare guidelines are not trained in the traditional clinical sense as many healthcare providers like physicians and nurses are, further exacerbating the divide because the level of training and the level of education is different between those who are practicing medicine and those who are writing the laws in healthcare. In effect, the intention of the law is written by those who are different from those who are implementing the law in everyday practice. So to really understand whether physicians should be involved in healthcare, we have to understand three questions in detail. First, should physicians be involved in healthcare? Two, should physicians be involved at a systematic level, consistently involved in healthcare legal cases through some formal channel? And three, how would that work if physicians were to be involved at a systematic level? I'd like to start by first asking the first question, which is really the easiest question. Should physicians be involved in healthcare legal cases? Well, I think the answer to that is yes, and physicians are already involved in healthcare legal cases. But I ask this question because I want to highlight some of the issues with current physician involvement. There is a selection bias among physicians who are involved in healthcare cases because it's really a voluntary activity by physicians. Lawyers, judges, policymakers will not randomly select physicians for their input on legal cases. Rather, it'll be those physicians who are already engaged, self-sufficient in their interest and willingness to participate in healthcare legal cases that are really the determining factors in clinical input for healthcare legal cases. And that has resulted in an inconsistent involvement of healthcare. For example, you see a lot more clinical involvement of psychiatrists, psychologists, in adolescent care, in divorce proceedings, in mental health cases. In fact, one can argue that the greatest overlap in law and healthcare occurs with the behavioral health issues that affect patients in legal situations. Is it a patient or is that a criminal? How can the underlying clinical context help the judges adjudicate whether there's a crime or civil liability and help the prosecutors and defenders properly formulate a constitutionally sound legal argument? Yet that is fundamentally inconsistent because as I mentioned, the physicians who seek to get involved in the cases are the ones who are predisposed to be involved in the cases in the first place. So I guess that transitions now into the second issue. If physicians should be involved, and we understand the problems of how physicians are currently involved, how can we get physicians to be involved at a systematic level? 
Well, I guess the answer to that question first begins by answering the question, definition of the word systematic. Systematic means there is a consistent system formally adopted to incorporate input from physicians. For example, in elementary level education, everybody knows what it means to graduate high school. 12 years of schooling, passing certain curriculum, passing certain number of courses, that defines a high school graduate. It's systematized and it's formalized across the country. In that vein, there needs to be a systematic method by which physicians can be involved in healthcare legal cases. That involves a set body of physicians who have viewed the issue not from the perspective of bias, meaning not that they volunteered or are paid to participate in the legal case, or that they have a certain sidedness, that they side with the prosecution, that they side with the defense. Instead, we need to focus on a systematic body of physicians who are objective in how they are approached and objective in the input that they provide. Currently, there is a venue called an amicus curiae brief. It's a Latin phrase for friend of the court. And in many high-profile cases, people write amicus curiae briefs and submit it to the court and is often reviewed by the prosecution, by the defense, by the plaintiffs, by the defense, and ultimately it goes to the clerk and the judge. He or she will then read the document and is essentially providing context for the clinical matters underlying the case if it is a healthcare amicus brief. But ultimately, it's about context setting. An interested party that has a vested interest in the outcome will write a document that helps the court properly adjudicate the case before them. Again, it's systematic. There's a formal process by which it can be reviewed in the courts and a formal process by which it's accepted before it even gets into the courts. But we get to the problem of selection bias because those who have a vested interest in the outcome typically write the amicus. So again, you're not deriving a true objective input for healthcare legal cases if you're reaching out to physicians, integrated healthcare delivery systems that have a vested interest. You need a body that is objective both in the outcome of the case and objective in how they are approached to participate in the case. The answer to that question really is spilling over into the third question of how that should work. And by now I'm sure you're getting the sense that these questions are fundamentally rhetorical and really they're just laying the foundation for an argument as to how physicians and healthcare providers in general should be systematically involved in healthcare legal cases while maintaining the objectivity necessary to provide true medical context. The systematic organization that can help adjudicate and provide objective input is the medical licensing board. 
The medical licensing board consists of physicians selected among their peers, appointed by the governor to multi-year positions, and typically once they are on the state licensing board, they're tenured for the duration of their career. So there's very little political pressure, political input that can affect how a physician on the medical licensing board will review cases. Ultimately, they will define their input based on their understanding of the medical fundamentals. But the added benefit of incorporating the medical licensing board is that those physicians understand how the legal system works within the context of medical care. They are, after all, involved in disciplinary issues for licensures. They are involved in physician behavior, determining whether that warrants probation or restrictions on the license to practice medicine. All of this comes together to say that they understand context-specific healthcare issues that would affect the outcome in healthcare cases while remaining objective in the outcome of those cases. So based on the three questions that I'd asked, should physicians be involved? Should physicians be involved systematically? How would that work? The logical conclusion to what I've been saying now comes to the understanding that physicians who are members of the medical licensing board should be more active with healthcare legal cases at a systematic level. What that will do is it'll provide healthcare input, number one, objective feedback from those who do not have a vested interest in the outcomes. But more importantly, it'll provide localized context, which I think is something that we are only now beginning to understand post-pandemic. Healthcare is the largest cottage industry in the country. And what I mean by that is, it is 60% of the GDP. That is unbelievably large. But it is a cottage industry. It is fundamentally local. A patient who presents with a cough and a fever in Arizona is treated differently than a patient who presents with a cough and fever in urban Baltimore. The context of the care defines how the presenting symptoms are cared for. Localized input from state-specific medical licensing boards will help judges understand the localized impact of decisions they make, will help prosecutors and defense attorneys recognize that the impact of the legal arguments they make may change depending on the locale, depending on the patient population, and depending on the presenting symptoms that the patient would present with. All of these are critical factors that must be taken into account if we are to truly incorporate medical context in the fullest sense into patient care. So if you have any questions or you have any thoughts on my proposed suggestion, please let me know. Thank you for your time.